Heroes Not Included is a serialized story podcast featuring actual play of Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition from Wizards of the Coast. Wizards of the Coast own their respective trademarks, copyrights, and related materials. A special thanks to all the great people at Wizards of the Coast for all their hard work creating wonderful games for us to play. Previously on Heroes Not Included. It's just the Brick show. Um, so Brick and this little dragon fairy find a statue, escape some ooze. Miraculously, he asks the stone of Golar for help. And the stone is unhelpful, so Brick just throws the stone of Golar away. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, the whole MacGuffin for our whole campaign? Yeah. Okay. Forging one's own destiny. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, we are still on the hunt. Ganesh and I are asking around. Finally, we looked in the theater. I met a tiny man. I got a job. I met a very big man. And I'm very excited to work at theater for three copper a week or something stupid like that. And I have just a really great time backstage, but do not find anything of use to us. Heroes not included. All right, so, Eddie, you've checked everywhere. No brick. You have met some very interesting people, but no brick. No, a lady starts making her way down the hall towards you. That's it. That's your time. As you can see, no drunk people. Well, not the drunk person you were looking for. Okay. I sadly walk out, but as I'm walking out, I realize there's a machine somewhere that can find the Stone of Golar. This is the best that I can remember of what we've been going through, and I'm like, I gotta get that machine. It's at that lady's house, right? Who invented things where I died? Is that what you're babbling as you come out of the tap? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna sort of say, we know he has the Stone of Golar. I bet he has the Stone of Golar, and we should get that machine. What? Why do we... He's on a bender, Eddie. If he had the Stone of Golar, he would have just come back and been like, look what I did. Yeah, he would have come back to the tavern. Absolutely. There's no way he would... That Brick would just take the Stone of Golar off by himself. I'm trying to remember exactly what happened. <laughs> Pandy, Brick, and I were chasing after Kenku. You were swaddled up in Blanket Town. I mean, somebody should check the tavern. I mean, he might have come back. He might have, you know, gotten hurt on this explosion and scuttled home. We should check the other businesses around. Well, why don't one of us each check one of those buildings and one of us will head back to the tavern? I'll check back to the tavern and then I'll have Pip come find you if he's there. Okay, sounds good. Split the party. Let's do it. Yep, we're going to split the party four ways. Four ways. If you're going to go, go. Commit to the bit. All right, so who's going back to the tavern? That's you, Pandy? Yep. All right, you uh, begin making your way back to the tavern. Uh, Ganesh, you're going to check other businesses? Yeah, there were two other doors Mm -hmm. that were not on fire but locked, and so Eddie and I are going to, I guess we could go, we could split the party or we could go there one by one. It doesn't really matter. Let's go one by one. If he's hurt, he won't have gone far. Right. And he will probably leave a trail of havoc. 
because he's on a crazy bender. All right, uh, Pandy, you begin making your way back to the tavern. Uh, Ganesh and Eddie, you come up to that first door, and I assume you give that pound-pound mm-hmm. sort of knock. Mm-hmm. And uh, you see the door kind of cracks open, and you see a woman in her 40s, and she kind of cracks the door open and says, Can I help you? Uh, ma'am, uh, we're here about the explosion in the back alleyway. We are looking for a fugitive. We think he might have slipped in the back door here. Oh, no. Well, I haven't seen anybody come in, but you're welcome to come see. Excellent. Thank you, ma'am. Get away. Get away from the door. I, get, get away from the door. Open up, and you see 12 kids. Oh. I, I got excited because I thought they were yeah. going to be dogs. Oh, I thought it was going to be another nimble rate. That's you, see, what I thought. you see 12 kids all kind of climbed up on top of furniture and on top of the counters, and they're all just kind of looking. That is terrifying. I'm a cool cop, so I do, like, fist bumps and stuff. High fives. Uh, It's a small little room. You see a curtain drawn, and just only part way, and behind that you see three beds. And you see that it has kind of like a a makeshift sort of cooking area around this stove. Near the beds. And it looks as though this sort of room was tacked on to the building at some point. She says, you can see, there's no one here. I get, knock that off. That's it. None of you are getting food. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, goodness. Uh, I mean, I think you should give the kids food. We just got them extra riled up, I'm sure. Is there anywhere that a man about yay tall could hide in this place? <laughs> she pats down her big dress, and she says, only in here. Um, and I've had plenty of that. And she looks around the room with the kids. <laughs> Fairly certain that's not what he was here for. Um, oh. th- thank you, ma'am. I guess we'll check our other our other options. Okay. You go to the next door and you knock on it and you knock on it. It's just no answer. Uh, can I peek in any windows? There's no windows. It's just a door. There are no windows at all mm-hmm. in the whole building. Well, they're up there. I guess we're going to start looking at the buildings that were on fire. Yeah. Maybe let's he do it. didn't realize it was on fire when he ran into it. He did drink that entire cask of ale. I mean, I'm fairly certain that some of that was evaporated by the fire, but I'm sure he drank a fair amount of it before he uh, got here. Well, the fires have been put out, and there's a lot of people milling about. There's City Watch people, and there's all kinds of people milling about. So I guess we're gonna, we'll are we probably start talking to some onlookers then. Yeah, so you can start talking to onlookers, and, and your badge is going to give you the ability to kind of get into these buildings and, and look around. Yep. Pandy, you get back to the tavern, and as you get back to the tavern, you see that the tavern is quite lively, filled up tap room, mm-hmm. people eating and drinking, and looks like you're making some money tonight. Oh, so that's some good a, news. That's some good news. Of course, it's, you know... All going to disappear and as soon as we have to pay. <laughs> and you see Jenny uh, running around making sure everyone is getting what they need. Nice, loud, bright tap room. You don't see brick anywhere. Jenny. Jenny, I gestured to her. Yeah, she says, oh, yeah. Have you seen, have you seen brick? Brick? No, no. No, I mean, I saw him this morning, but. Not since. Not since. Mm, nothing strange happened. No strange sounds. No one smelling of ash. <laughs> No, but we did hear a rumor that there there was an explosion in another part of the city. Uh, yes, there was. All right, thank you. Okay. Um, I'll keep an eye out for him. Thank you very much. I head up to his room. Okay. You make your way up to the room? Yeah. Might have snuck in. Yeah, might have. And Sneaky. there's no brick. 
Nothing looks amiss. Nothing looks amiss. Okay. What time of day is it? Uh, it's quite late. The sun is completely set. Eight o'clock now. By the time you made it back to the tavern. You want to return to your yeah, that's that's I'll make my way back. Okay. As you come walking out of the tavern, you see Mert walking towards you. Mert? Which one's Mert? At the opera. Oh, yes, yes. And he's walking in a very hurried and agitated fashion. And he walks up to you and he says, Wouldn't happen to be looking for your friend Brick, would you? Actually, yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. Hmm. Where's Eddie? And then uh, that cop. Did you hear about the explosion earlier? Yes. There, around there, it's where I was heading back to. Ah, well then I will come with you. We have no time to lose. Indeed. As Mert is walking along next to you, he says, Well, this is quite a turn of events, I must say. How's that? Well, it seems that your friend Brick triggered one of my detection traps. Really? And where was this detection trap located? At the Pink Flump Theater. We were just there. Mm. Well, so was Brick. Hmm, good to know that he was right after all. And it would seem that he is up to no good. Well, he's always been a bit of a rascal. (laughs) Yes, well, there might not be a rascally Brick if we don't get to him soon. Well, that's no good. And does your detection ward trap give you any other information? No, but if he triggered it, and that means he is looking for something. I only hope that he hasn't found it. What he's looking for happened to have anything to do with the Stone of Golar? I don't know about that, but I set this detection trap several years ago when I suspected that Lord Never Ember was up to no good. He continued to go in and out of the Pink Flump Theater. Is the trap located in the main area? No, no. It's back in an office. I believe the office is still used by one of the Delianos. I think it is the widow. Good to know. We've got to find Eddie and Ganesh. Okay, you making your way? Yeah. All right. Brick. Mm-hmm. You make your way yeah. down the spiraled staircase, and uh, it descends about 120 feet. It's a long way. As you descends, it opens up into this room. Although deep underground, this part of the vault is lit by streams of sunlight that pour down from the ceiling, catching motes of dust in their luminous pools. Mm. Ornate columns support a 30-foot-high vaulted ceiling, which is adorned with carvings of dwarves basking in the presence of their gods. Deep alcoves line the walls, and piled in one of them is a vast golden trove. Out of the dusty gloom steps an aged dwarf, clutching a staff carved and painted to resemble a pair of entwined dragons, one red, one gold. Despite the dwarf's clear advanced age, his eyes are steady and bright. I wasn't expecting anyone, he says plainly. As you can see, the place is a mess. Perhaps you should come back later after I've tidied up a bit. Well, that's all right. I don't mind a bit of a mess. Ganesh, Eddie, you uh, are out in the street. You know, you've been helping people put the fires out. You've been uh, searching buildings. 
uh, you know, Eddie, you've searched a theater. You're waiting for. You're essentially deciding to. You decided to wait here until you received word from Pandy. Every watch member has a description of Brick from Gunesh. It's been passed through the watch. Um, you know, there's still a lot, kind of a lot of chaos in the neighborhood, you know, yes. with the two fireballs having gone off. You know, a lot of the neighborhood's getting blocked off, <laughs> you know, investigators from the Magical Protection Guild are here investigating what happened, and, you know, all of that sort of stuff. So the, it, is, it is a complex scene. Pandy, with Mert, two of you uh, race through town. Uh, Mert finds, essentially, a, a, a taxi, if you will, horse and buggy, and he gives them orders to get to where you left your companions as quickly as possible. So you race through town, and the whole time, Mert's not saying anything. He's sitting next to you, and he's kind of chewing on his nails a little bit, and he keeps kind of looking out the window, and he kind of, you know, tapping his fingers on, you know, the wood, and you can tell he is he's anxious and nervous. Finally, you arrive into the neighborhood. And in the couple hours since you've been gone, you've noticed that a lot of your compatriots at the Guild and the City Watch have kind of blocked off parts of the neighborhood. Mert hops out of the cab <laughs> and uh, says, Right, where are your friends? Uh, they should be right around the Pink Flump. Excellent. And uh, he takes off, kind of walking in a very determined fashion straight towards there. Mert, are you okay? You seem nervous. Well, I, I am, I am, I am nervous. If you're enjoying this Heroes Not Included episode, you can follow us on Twitter at HNI underscore podcast for the latest news and show updates. Also, please consider becoming a patron. Our patrons not only help us keep the lights on, they also gain special behind-the-screen access, including patron-only podcast, videos, and more. To become a patron, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash heroes not included. Is there more that you know about this place than you're telling me? Well, the Pink Flump? Yes. I don't know much about it, but let's just say this magical alarm shouldn't have ever been triggered. Hmm. And if it was triggered, it leads to greater corruption, much higher up the food chain. See, that's what I'm talking about. It seems like you know more than you're telling me, because how would you know it leads to more corruption higher on the food chain? Everything will be explained in good time. Oh, I see. <laughs> You see Mert walking towards the two of you very determinedly, Eddie and Ganesh, and you see Pandy uh, walking along behind. Okay, so while they were traveling across town, I was talking to some of these magical investigators, Mm -hmm. trying to figure out what happened here. Well, your favorite detective is also on the scene. That's fine. My friend was here. Mm -hmm. Uh, Last win. what What has been determined thus far is that two fireball spells went off simultaneously from two different directions in the alleyway. Okay, so two casters. So they believe there were two casters and it was some kind of duel. And both casters chose fireball. The fireballs collided and exploded. They have several members of the city watch trying to locate uh, reports of these people. Are you sure they didn't just think, like, the second fireball was just a little bit of, like, after effect from the first one? Because... <laughs> rude. Sorry. I just can't get over how lopsided that um, fight was. It was very bad. <laughs> so there's no way 
I mean, I'm not, I mean, I, I have magic, but it's a different kind of magic. There's no way to, like, trace the caster. Like, you can't, like, do a spell to find out where the caster of a certain spell is. The people in the guild that you have talked to, one, they're not very helpful, and two, what little they'll tell you is that it's too early in the investigation for them to really have very many details. Okay, so as Mort comes walking towards us, Gunesh is yelling, Well, that's just not good enough, is it? Do I see compatriots from the guild? You do. I'm going to approach um, anyone I recognize as kind of go-to superior and ask them, um, Have you learned anything? They kind of look a little surprised to see you, and they say, Ah, yes. Uh, well, we believe it's a class two infraction. No, oh, well... Clearly, but I was hoping that you might have learned something more beyond that. Thank you. Kind of nods at you a little bit, like, class two infraction should explain it all. I, I'm going to go ahead and say that uh, Penny interpreted that as, oh, yeah, a couple of people fired off some fireballs at each other. <laughs> something of that nature. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. But yeah, Mert walks up and he says, ah, excellent. Shall we get a cup of coffee or a pint of ale? He looks around and he says, that pub should do. We're in the middle of an investigation. It's not tea time yet. Trust me, you're going to want a glass of ale. He's a friend, Ganesh. And he looks over and he says, Eddie, like always it. good to see you. Yeah, good to see you too, Mert. <laughs> <laughs> says, I hear that uh, we get to look forward to some performances soon here at this fine establishment. Wow, new sure travels fast. Yeah, I uh, got a job here. Excellent. I'm sure it will be charming. Now, if you'll follow me. So condescending. Sounds a bit backhanded, in it? Yeah. <laughs> he leads you all to a pub. It's called the Broken Nail Pub. And he, uh, you all come in, and he orders a round of ales for everybody. And he sits down. <sighs> he kind of taps his fingers on the table. What is it? I guess Snooze doesn't travel that fast. You're really taking your time here, bud. <laughs> this is, we're waiting for someone. Gunesh has finished half their drink. Yeah. In one gulp. And they should have been here by now. At that moment, you see two people walk in through the door. You see one who is clearly a swashbuckler, a human woman. And the other person that you see walk through the door is Rainier. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to... My heart is strong with feelings for Rainier because if it were not for him, I would be dead. So I'm going to run up to him and give him a big old hug. He kind of pats you on the head kind of awkwardly, kind of hugs you awkwardly, and he's like, um, glad to help. <laughs> you know? Thank you. Also roll initiative. No. <laughs> Um, you have a sword of the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it! Here we are again! <laughs> They're so prickly! <laughs> Mert motions for them to sit down, and they both sit down, and uh, he says, Right, we can begin. Uh, Rainier, what do you know about your father's activities while he was the open lord of Waterdeep? And Rainier says, Not much, really. I was but a child when he was. By the time I was of an age to have awareness and know my what fours were already in Neverwinter. I'm sorry to say, but your father was engaged in some rather illegal activity. 
namely embezzling a great deal of money from the city. <gasps> I gasp dramatically, practicing for my future. Uh-huh. Up until moments ago, we only had suspicions about where he hid the money. Now, for some time, we have been hearing rumors that Xanathar and a few other individuals, Zenths and what have you, have all taken an interest in possibly locating this. It has been a urban legend for several years now. For a while, we and the Harpers haven't really taken it very seriously. But recently, it came to our attention that a key to getting into the vault was uncovered. A certain stone of Golar. Yeah, yes, yeah, we were yeah. looking for that. We've been looking for it. Ah, all right. I was curious as to see how far along in your investigations you had gotten. That's kind of been our whole thing. We've been looking for it for, like, ages. Unfortunately, we didn't know what it was or where it was, but we knew that it must be tied to the vault in some way. About an hour and a half ago, one of our alarms was triggered. And it's a rather peculiar alarm, and one that I had in place really only on a hunch. Never really expected anything to come of it. But it turns out that something has indeed come of it. He looks around the table, pausing for effect, as if to frustrate us. Let that kind of sink in for a moment, and he says, <laughs> "Wishes, are you here?" And at that moment, this little fairy dragon appears in the middle of the table. Oh! <laughs> what? And it kind of flies around the table a little bit in a circle, and he says, "Wishes has been in my employ for a good number of years, and Wishes' task was to keep an eye." on a very specific door. A door I couldn't get through and a door I didn't know where it led to. It turns out your friend Brick has found a way in. Wishes, can you give me an update? Wishes kind of looks around and he says, well, he went down the trap door and then we went into this old dwarven ruins behind these really big doors and that's where I left him. There's a lot of gold down there. I think it is the gold you've been looking for. Wishes, by the way, you're majestic. I Thank pretty you. much love you. Thank you. Didn't he say anything about his friends? That they might be looking for him? That he might need their help? He never mentioned any other friends to me. What about the stone? That means he must have gotten the stone off that Kenku. He must have chosen the right one. This whole time we thought he's been on a bender, but he's been... Driven mad by the stone of Golar. Something. I mean, a bender of a different well, type. Well, maybe a bit of both, you know? He could have all. He could have been driven mad and gone on a bender. What about the stone wishes? I don't know. There was a stone that he had that he was talking to, but he threw it away inside the vault. Oh, my God. Is the stone what helped him open the door? The stone was supposed to be the key. No, no. We collected all sorts of things. We got some ale, and we had a picture, and we had something else. We had some ingots. It says it flutters around, and it stops and dips its tongue in a few of the glasses of ale. Mmm. I put I, my hand over mine. I, just, <laughs> I, I hold mine up and just kind of like encourage. It was yeah. just a drink. It's my... like a hummingbird dragon. It's so pretty. Yes. <laughs> it's like a hummingbird hawk moth. Um, Did Brick say anything about the, the, the things that you were collecting? Why these things? He said it was the key to open the door, and we put them in front of the big doors, and the big doors opened. Just ale I... and a picture and ingots. Were they specific? Well, I imagine they were of a specific kind. I don't know. I mean, I know that the ale was dwarven. Helpful. I appreciate that. Thank you. Did he enchant anything to open the doors? Was there a a phrase that he uttered? Nope. What about the picture? 
Okay. That just looked like a picture of him. It was a picture of him. That doesn't make any sense. How would it be? Um, I haven't made a picture of Brick. Did he leave them outside the door? Can we just go there? Is the door now the painter. open? <gasps> oh. We have to go back and talk to the painter. Maybe the painter overheard something. Maybe. But did he did he leave these keys outside the door? Can we just go? Is it open? Oh, no. He brought them with us. And then the door's closed. Well, but it seems that you can appear and disappear and go back yeah. and forth between this place. Why don't you go back and forth to this place with those items? Can you do that, please? Uh, well, the, the picture was awfully large, and the ingots were very heavy. I could barely hold the keg. Can you? It was a small keg at how that. How did you get out, though, Wishes? I just teleported. Well, can you teleport with some items, please? This is very important. Mm, I'll try. And he kind of flies around in a circle, and you see this pink explosion of dust and glitter. <laughs> Adorable. It's very cute. Kind of covering the table in this little pink dust cloud. I love wi- I want yeah, wishes. wishes. I want wishes. Sounds it happens again almost immediately. <laughs> I can't seem to teleport back in. Do you think that has to do with the enchantment upon the doors? I wouldn't expect it would. Um, I must say, though, that your friend isn't terribly bright. I did play rather helpful and dumb, and it seemed as though he believed me. Yeah, it sounds like... Nice enough. Brick. He is not doing too well, though, I'm afraid. We gotta get in there. Yeah. He's quite wounded. Okay. Okay, so... So we gotta go back, and we gotta talk to the painter, and we gotta talk to the shop that he obviously stole something from, even though I don't think the guy mentioned that he... No, I don't think so either. I think he didn't realize it yet, but he must know by now what was missing. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so we... Mert. Go to the places where we know Brick went. And Mert and Rainier, we need to... Yeah, we need a buggy for this. Yeah, you folks get the cask of ale. Yeah? Okay? Yes? And then we can backtrack and go to these other places? Rainier speaks up and says, If I may for a second. Mert stops and says, Yes, my lord? What exactly are we doing? So my father embezzled some gold and he stole it and he hid it away in this vault... But the gold belongs to the city, and your friend has gone there to, what, steal the gold? Who knows? I He's... think the Stone of Golar is evil and has possessed his mind. He has not been thinking right recently, and we haven't seen him since he got the stone. That's absolutely possible. We don't know the nature of the stone at all. No one's held it before Brick, to our But what knowledge. does all of this have to do with the Except gold? Except Kinku. Well, right we now... We were going to recover the gold. I'm a member of the City Watch. We were on the search for the Stone of Golar so we could help recover the gold for the city on behalf of Lady Silverhand. And why do we... What's the deal with this cask of ale and this... Pig- they are apparently the keys that we need to get into the vault. Ah, uh, I see. As Wishes just told us. But we don't know exactly the specifications of the things that we need, so we need to backtrack to where we know our friend was previously, talk to the people who are more aware of what was stolen or bought, and then get replicas of those things to open the vault. Hmm. Because we know that his things open the vault. He says, very well, well, good luck. Or we could just try to open the vault a different way. I don't think there's a different way. If Wishes can't even teleport in, it's probably pretty airtight. Yeah, you're right, yeah. And honestly, I think we should split up. I think so, too. Rainier says, well, good luck. I'll wait here. Well, that's not very helpful, but okay. He's a lord. He's not they don't do errands. <laughs> <laughs> I get up and yeah. start walking. All right. Um, so who is going where? 
Yeah, as, as just walking away, I'm like, wait, which, which are you doing? <laughs> I'm going to talk to the shopkeep. Great idea. I'm going to talk to the painter. Ale? Yeah. Unless I can get the ale. I'm, uh, I, I am a little more um, uh, friendly with all the taverns. Yeah, and you're smarter than me. You Painters are smart, right? You go get the painting. I'll, I'll try to get the painting. I'll, I'll try to see what, what the painting was. Okay. I will say, though, I know that Wishes said that the painting that Brick got was rather large. I think we can probably get away with a smaller version of whatever he painted. Yeah, I bet the size isn't... Just because time is of the essence right now? True. I'm really worried about it. Look, we don't know if this any of this is even going to work. We're just flying by the seat of our pants. I know. So, so that's I, why I'm saying there's I'll, no harm in going faster. I agree. Completely. Yes. Okay. Thank you for listening to Heroes Not Included. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to rate and review us. We'd love to hear from you. You can find all our episodes on Podbean and on our website at heroesnotincluded.com. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe today using your favorite podcast app. Also, you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash heroesnotincluded. And finally... Our podcast is supported by Josh Heddle, Allison McManus, Shane Fetters, Jake McNinch, Amy Trout, and Matt Mitten, along with all our awesome patrons. To become a patron and gain access to our special patron-only podcast, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash heroes not included. Until next time, be the hero.